Right. I could go live. You want me to go live? Let me. Before you, I wonder if it'll be an echo if I go live on my Facebook from my phone. But it's only me though, so they ain't gonna be able to see you. So I don't think that's cool. So never All mind. Right. That's what's up. Well, here we go. All right. Well, hey, it's your time. It's your time. It's your time. It's your boy, D-Rob. And as I always say, success is in your hands. It's up to you what you do with it. Hey, I'm joined today by my man, Jonas Royster from Hood Proverbs. What's up, Jay? Hey, what's up, D-Man? Thanks for having me, man. Having you, bro. Come on, man. We collaborating this thing together. We on, this is one accord, baby. Uh, you know, I appreciate it, man. I'm, I appreciate you reaching out, you know what I mean? And, and for us to even be on this platform and able to uh, speak to the people that, you know, just get some things off our chest. That's what's up. Man, a lot of things going on in the world, but how have you and the fam been keeping? We're good, man. We're really good. We're blessed. You know what I mean? I'm grateful to be uh, where everything is right now in my life. And, you know, to keep it 100 in my household, we kind of, I don't really watch the news. So, you know, I don't, I don't, we don't get affected as much. Right. I, I, I seek it in the, instead of allowing it to seek in, you know what I right. mean? So, but to hear the news about um, Chadwick Bozeman, that was, that was, how was, that was a little devastating. You know what I mean? But yes. I, and yourself? Same thing, man. I'm sorry. I was answering a text message. No, uh, the same thing, man. Um, just maintaining, you know, this world got a, throws us a lot of curveballs, man. And uh, you brought up Chadwick Bozeman and, um, man, his, his unexpected passing. While I'm sure his family was aware of it, I guess his fans, you know, we as fans, uh, I didn't really know that he was, uh, he was going through such, had such issues going on in life and uh it really is an eye opener too for us uh as men or people in general to keep uh keep that keep the thoughtfulness of maintaining your health man and, and things of that nature and i'm sure he did all that he could to uh to sustain himself because in a few movies we've seen he looked like he was in excellent shape but nobody would have really known that uh, uh his real battle or struggle right yeah, it, it threw me for a loop. Like you said, I thought he was healthy. I seen pictures like a couple months ago that people had posted on the internet, right? And I thought he was just practicing for a role because he looked a little thin. And then to hear it, you know, like you said, it was unexpected to us. And and my condolence goes out to his family, you know, uh, his loved ones, you know. But, um, you know, so it's just time to celebrate his life and what he's done for us, you know, played a major part of recent time he played two major roles he was jackie robinson in 42 right and then he also played you know what i mean um black panther yeah and yeah his roles was very prominent at least in in in, in our community you know what i mean so yeah. really across the world because it was it was national those roles those movies that he played in were they weren't just one gender right it could reach everybody so man, it, we lost another good one, you know? We lost some, yeah, absolutely. We lost a good one. Um, I tell you, it, it really took me by storm. It took me by storm so much that uh, while I, I don't think, I, I'm, not, I'm not a big, I'm not a, I'm not a fan type of guy, you know? If, if I saw Denzel Washington walking down the street, I'm gonna be like, hey, babe, there go Denzel. I'm not running over ask Denzel for no autograph. That's not me being prideful. I just don't take on, that that type of role you know uh as far as being uh wow look, superstar status or, or, or it's so and so you know i i've never been that type of dude but the truth is i do have some people i look up to um denzel is definitely one of them uh, my man bozeman he really impacted my life when i when i when i did the the brief research on him you know because uh, I, I was interested in what movies he had played in um, and when I came to f come to find out that he played in 42 as uh, Jackie Robinson, um, it, it, it brought back the memory. I knew, I knew him in the movie uh, Marshall when he played Thurgood Marshall. And then I recently heard he played James Brown, I guess just before, before his passing. I haven't, haven't seen any uh, footage of that at all, but um, 
he really impacted me because uh in in, in looking him up and 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 getting a better understanding for uh who he was and what what he what value he bought let's say it that way the value that he bought to 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 the industry uh was amazing and so hey i got this video right i want to share this man um take a look at this and then we let me know hold on yeah let me know what you think and then we'll move on cool sounds good this is just a, a tribute to Chaswick Bozeman, um, how he impacted lives. I understood he did a, a speech at, a, gosh, I can't get that to go away, at a Howard University, and I was very impressed. Check this out. All right, Dave, were you able to hear that? I hope. Uh oh, he can't hear me. I heard you. On my... Oh, okay. Yeah, it just lagged. It just, you know, a little break for a second. You said, what was that that you asked? So, what was that that you were asking about? Um, what'd you think of the video? Uh, the video, man, it was it was it was touching because he said there's going to be times where um, there's going to be a path, right? There's going to be something in your path that God's going to put, and it's going it, it you're going to have to get through. And you know, you know, in our life, uh, we we had some paths that have put. You know, I don't have some paths. You don't have some things that have been put in our way, but only to use as building blocks to get to the top. You know what I mean? To build these those stumbling blocks to build stairs to get out the basement. You know what I mean? So he's spot on, man. And it, it's just it just sucks to see another good one gone, man. Cause yeah, at, at, 
in the human form and, and how I'm looking at it, you know, he has so much to give, but you know, the higher power, the all in all God, the universe, well, it was his time to come back. He gave what he had to give. You know what I mean? He gave us that. So I, I appreciate his being. I appreciate, you know, what he gave us while he was here, man. That was deep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what what really caught my my attention in my heart was he 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 talked he tapped on purpose and he told him he said you chasing it if you're gonna chase anything, chase purpose. You know, not the job, not the career, not the money, but purpose. And uh, that really uh, impacted me because I I think I, I'm a big fan of just that that of purpose. Um, I'm reminded of a, a quote by uh, Miles Monroe, where he said, uh, your future is not ahead of you, but your future lies within you, you know, and the truth of the matter is when we're able to really begin to identify who we are, what, what, we, what we're looking for, the things that move us, the things that motivate us, um, those things awaken us awaken the purpose in us, the calling within us, and cause us to charge and go after certain things in life, man. And so that's really the eye-opener for me, man. Yeah, it's the truth, because I was, and this morning I did my run, right? I, I normally run every morning. Today I did a little longer than, than my norm. I did about seven miles this morning, right? But while I do that, I like to listen to somebody, you know, some kind of something, some, some food for thought. And I listened to Jay Shetty and it's kind of a piggyback of what we were just talking about with purpose and passion. And he said, he said, passion is doing the thing you like to do. And the, your purpose is sharing your passion with others. That's the purpose. And it's, and it's spot on. You know what I mean? It's doing what it is you want to do and sharing it with others is the purpose. And that's yeah. what we have to live for. Not, you know, be so consumed in ourselves and just doing things for us. You yeah, know? absolutely. No, that's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. Hey, listen, for some of you guys that don't know, uh, and I see we got the Havana King done chimed in on us. Um, but um, for you guys who don't know, uh, Jonas and I, um, we, we, we met in a program that we in, in together. We do, uh, we're doing some personal, I almost, I guess I would call it personal growth. What, what would you call it? Man, let's keep it 100, man. Let's tell the truth for shame the devil. It's Eric Thomas's, you know what oh, I mean? definitely that. Let's call it what it is, man. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's to become a better speaker, right? Yeah. This is, and, and that's where we met, right? It's scared, nervous on these rep calls that we do every Tuesday, right? With Coach, our Coach Val, right? And, and, and Aisha and, and, and Tarek and... That's what we we connected at, you know, going after our passion, you know what I mean? Going after our purpose, trying to get better in the craft that we deem that we want to get into. And, and that's how this connection came about. Yep, that's it right there. As, and as he said, yeah, we 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 joined uh, Eric Thomas uh, Game Changer Program. Game Changers, that's what it is. <laughs> Game Changers Program, we, we, we hooked up in there. Um, it's a, a program to to help elevate you as a speaker. You you uh, you do some rep calls, um, and you really get to interact. It's a it's a community of people, man. That uh, that expands your growth, expands your bandwidth, um, expand your knowledge, man. Because uh, you meet some great people, and that's where I met my man Jonas in this group. Uh, listening to him rep. Uh, give his speeches, you know, really uh, caused us to connect, man, because uh, dude is deep, man. Dude is really deep. So, Jay, listen, tell, tell the people uh, what, it took, what, 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 what challenges you had, you experienced. Uh, what was the eye-opening moment for you uh, to make you say, hey, you know what? I, this got to change. Something has to change. Um. I had to really do a long self-assessment about myself, right? It was, um, it all came to a head, like it was December 31st, 2017. And I normally function New Year's Eve. I function, I can either go out or I have a party, right? I gig, I have my friends over, uh, my friends I've known for over 20 years. So it's a nice community of us, about 10, 15, 20 of us. And that night I got so drunk and mind you, I've been drinking for 20 plus years, right? Now, I don't, I'm not an everyday drinker, but I, I'm a sure weekend warrior, and when I go, I go hard. 
And that night I did my norm. I drank, I blacked out. Um, and I also do, I was, I was dabbling in drugs. So let's not, let's call it, let's keep, let's tell the truth for saying the devil. I'll, before the dabbling, I, you know, I powdered my nose. That was my drug of choice, you know? Mm-hmm. And when right. I woke up and I slumbered, right? The next day, I had a buddy I ain't seen in 15 years. He had just got out and I invited him over and he told me, man, he's like, hey, bro, let me pull, he pulled me to the side, said, hey, check it out. Hey, that, that ain't you, man. He said, all the homies told me, you know, you be getting hella, hella messed up, you know? And, and you, like, you're rude. You was rude to your wife. You was rude to the homies. You was rude to everybody around. And the cold part about it was, I didn't remember any of that, D. Like nothing, like everything he's telling me, I don't remember nothing, you know? So that really bothered me, right? That really bothered me. One, that I don't remember, but that was a norm. But really two was everybody was talking about me behind my back. And this is what people looked at me as. And I realized I would no longer, if he's looking at me like that, my soul is my wife. So is my kids. You get what I'm saying? And so it's not deemed important, you know? So I said, you know what? It was time for a change. And I finally had some self-assessment and I realized in my life, all, a lot of my bad decisions came from me being drunk, right? Ooh. Even doing drugs is because I was drunk. With a sober mind, I realized I wasn't making these same decisions. So that spawned me going down the personal development of my own self, right? Analyzing what it is I did wrong, analyzing these things and finding out, okay, why do I think this way? Why, why do I react to certain things a certain way? Why would my wife get on my nerves? I'll go run to a bottle. You know, I had to, I had to understand these things. And, and that's where it started to come to a head. And then with the clarity of being sober, I was able to start to see the signs. And with that being said, I started to share this because when I was trying to look for a way out, I couldn't find anyone that looked like me in a sense. Like, I mean, there's Eric Thomas, Les Brown, but I mean, being a gangster, being in the streets, a hustler, doing all these things, there wasn't too many people that I can, did you actually go through this? You know what I mean? Did you get shot at? Did you, you know, look at a life sentence and then have to get up out of it? Are you committed to a gang that you think you're a part of, right? How do you jump out? And I couldn't find that. So I started to share my story on Facebook just to hope that my homies would realize there is a way out. And with that being said, I, people that I didn't even know that was close to me like that outside my race started to be like, hey, man, you got a story to tell. You know, what you said is, is affected me. It's inspired me to stop. So then that's when I said, you know what, let me, let me invest in myself and stop, since I've stopped investing in drugs and alcohol. And then I, boom, I enter into game changers, you know, and then that's how we link. But those were like some of the steps that along the way that got me to where I am today. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's real talk, man. And I appreciate you sharing that too, man. Thank you. Hey, listen though. Um, so for you guys who may not know, um, I run a nonprofit called men of vision and there it's there that I work with. Uh, I like to work with ex offenders, um, grooming them in personal development so they can open their mind to possibility thinking and see the transition of life where they don't have to, to keep doing the same old things uh, that repetitively that's been holding them down, what's been keeping them in bondage, but they, they can uh, see that life has promises and possibilities to it um, and that they can, can obtain the things in life that they so to desire with, without uh, limitations. I think oftentimes we put limitations on, uh, on what we can do by what we think, you know? Um, so I, I, I work with guys trying to help uh, build new habits, change their thinking, um, and, and help groom them and elevate them in personal growth. Uh, so some of you might be asking, well, how in the world did I get involved? Well, listen, uh, the truth be told, uh, life has a way of, of throwing you curveballs. You know, serving 15 years on active duty in the U.S. Army, I found myself behind bars for 60 days. And it was in that place that I realized that, hey, that, uh, that, that guys needed help transitioning. Uh, we all had the same story. And that one story that I kept hearing was, I didn't do it. It wasn't me. <laughs> you, you, you know, and, and that was the same story that I was telling myself. And what the truth, is, truth of the matter is, where 
I may have, I did not do the actual crime that put me there. The truth is I had to be become accountable for my actual actions, what got me there, you know? So what, what got me there was the mere fact that, um, that uh, the infidelity, I, I, I was a cheat, a cheating husband, you know, um, uh, I, I was, I was seeking, seeking pleasures outside of my home, you know what I mean? And it, it caused me to find myself in a situation that I had nothing, well, that I, I didn't, I had no commitment to or, or uh, found me in a situation for something I didn't do. Let's just say it that way. For something I didn't do, but yet in the place of, uh, of, of accountability uh, for my actions, I realized that um, I had to. I had to come become transparent. I had to become uh, authentic. I had to become the truth teller. You know, because now I got. I have to realize that I have to go back and I got to explain this to my wife. You know, um, and so it was that place in point. Not, not only my wife. It was a whole whole congregation of people that I had to to really share uh, my truth with. You know, and so. Uh, on my on my separation from uh, the military, and this happened while, like I said, while I was on active duty. Um, with my separation from the military, I begin to I begin just open my eyes begin to open up. My eyes begin to open up to what 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 could life really be like? Um, let's be honest. There's many guys out there that's been caught up in the system that that have felonies hanging over their heads. Um, and some of them limitations are they can't find jobs. And if the jobs they can find, uh, these jobs are uh, 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 manual labor or they're not paying well enough. You know, um, I, I, I did some research recently on um, uh, reentry programs or I guess that's what they call them, right? Yeah, reentry programs uh, where they're helping, they're helping ex-offenders, but they're giving ex-offenders jobs, but these jobs consist of work gloves, work boots, and a work vest. So he's a laborer, you know. What if this individual, this, this person, can use his intelligence to, to be more than just a laborer in life? You know, what if he, he, he had the mindset to think that, hey, you know what, I, I want to be an entrepreneur. It's, I, I, I want to run my own business, um, or I, I want to go in business for myself, however that may look like for them, you know what I'm saying? And draw them to a place of possibility thinking through personal growth. And so uh, my journey here took me through that personal growth and development for myself. And then uh, I use some skill levels that I have uh, adopted uh, over time to, to really uh, better myself, really better myself in leadership, have a better understanding of what, what leadership look like, um, how to be a much more effective leader um, and things of that nature. So I find myself in game changes running to my man Jonas because at the same time, I knew I wanted to be an impelling speaker. I, I, I knew that speaking was going to be uh, imperative to, to, to the industry and where I was moving into, and I wanted to know how I can reach people and, uh, and be effective in it, you know, really drawing them to a place of hope and possibility for themselves. Oh man, that's deep. <laughs> hey, that was nice. That was right on point. My question over here, mouth drier than the Sahara Desert. Um, <laughs> but so, what were some of those skill sets that you were that you used that you found that it was able to you know help you dig you up out the hole and, and get you into this clarity? Like, what were some of the actionable steps that you took? Mm, good question. Good question. Um, <laughs> I, you know what? The first thing I did was read a book. <clears throat> That's the first thing I did. Um, I, I knew I knew there was something else for me. I, I knew I wasn't going to settle. Let, let, and, and maybe let me, let me just back up just a little bit. I think the first thing I had to do was make up my mind. Mm. You know, I'm going to write that down. I, I just have to write that down. That just, right I'm sorry. There. I make up my mind. I had to make up my mind. Uh, the moment I began to make up my mind about who I was 
and what I and what I can do. Um, that that it kind of offered me clarity. So it was the place of making up my mind about who I am, really identifying who I am, um, not being labeled, uh, not being stereotyped, uh, not being intimidated uh, because of the uh, the, the conviction. Um, um, not allowing society to to label me because I, I be, if I can be transparent with you, I mean, I ran I ran in and out of jobs, man. As soon as they found out you you was a dude with a felony, they was letting you go. You know what I'm saying? And so you know I and it hurt. Um, it it took it took away self esteem. Mm. Um, it was it was hard to hold your head up. Um, and didn't have to go back home to the to 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 the to the woman you you did this this. This dissatisfaction to there's only telling her I lost my job and she had to be strong enough to say don't worry about it. When inside she probably tearing up too, you know she reckon she feeling the, she feeling the weight of and the burden of uh, of the effects of what I'm going through. You know what I mean? Um, so I really had to identify about who I was and then make up my mind. And after I made up my mind about who I was. Um, and made up my mind about what I was going to do in life, my my reason, my why. What was why was I going to do this? Can I be honest? Yes, my sure. why was uh, my why was because I wasn't going to allow society to hold me down. That was my why. Uh, I know a lot of times when you ask people their why, they might say it was for their family. My I be I have to be honest. My why was I was not I refused to be held down by what society thought about me or what how society may try to limit uh, limit me um, or how how the doors may always people were always closing doors. How the doors were always closing. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't want to be held down. Um, or bound by by that, so that was really my motivator. And then, it, it, of course, it turned into my family, um, being a provider and things like that. But I, the real, the true nature was, I didn't want to be held down by society, and I didn't want society to get the best of me, um, especially, particularly um, for myself, knowing that I didn't do anything wrong. But now I still I have this weight to carry, you know, and so. I picked up this book um, in a, in a, in a uh, Chasing a Lion on a Snowy Day by Mark Batterson. What was that? Say that one more time. What is it called? Chasing a Lion on a Snowy Day by Chasing Mark. A lion? Yeah, chase, yeah, you you got the same look I had. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Chasing a chasing a lion on a snow a cold snowy day oh, into a cool. pit. That's what he, by Mark Batterson. I read that book, and as I got through that book, he made something very clear. He, who in the world chases lions? Who chases lions? The lion is the predator. He's right. chasing you. He's, he's hunting you. Here in this book, he tells you, tells you a story about a man who, uh, and I, I, gosh, I, I want to say his name, and I can't get his name. I'll mess it up. I don't want to jack it up. Uh, read the book. There you go. Read the book. <laughs> and who goes and ch chases this dude? I mean, chases this lion into a cave. What was his What was his rationale for chasing this lion into the cave? What was he What was he uh, uh, actually thinking? I, I, I'm trying to phantom. What was he thinking when he was chasing this lion? And if we know about anything about lions, li lions are ferocious. Um, they 400, 500, 600 pound beast. You're talking about a max, maybe a 200 pound man. You know, I'm uh, soaking wet. I might be 215. Okay, y'all can't see the gut. Okay, I get it, 235. All right, so soaking, <laughs> I might be about 235, right? But I'm not chasing no 400, 500 pound beast in no cave. You know, you have you ever been in a position that uh you feel like your back is against the wall and you can't get out? What was that lion? What was that lion's thought when when he when this dude runs into this cave right but the 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 the, the overarching message of this story was how how was how you going to chase after or pursue after the your lions in your life the the things that you were fearful of the things that you thought were bigger than you stronger than you um how, how what were you going to what things you was going to chase after that was more ferocious than you you know at, at least from your out from your from from your outtake, you know what I'm saying? And when I realized he was talking about chasing after your purpose. Mm. 
How many of us look about our purpose as being bigger than what we can ever imagine or think? I don't know if I can do that. I'm uncertain. I don't know. I need some help. I, I, it's tough out here. You, you, go, you walk in the road of success today. How many times were you prepared to turn around and just say, hey, F it. I'm, th I'm, throwing, I'm throwing the gloves and hats in. I about it the other day. <laughs> you, you, you know what I'm saying? So here's this dude chasing this, this lion. He's chasing his purpose, and he's passionate about it. He's charged. He's, hit. He's fully focused. He ain't thought twice. Nowhere in this story did he tell me that this dude, on his way of going into this cave, told himself, no, he wasn't going in. Nothing in that book said that. It said he went in after the lion. So how many of us are really taking, taking charge of our life, um, uh, uh, fully focused in the direction we're going in, realize that success can seem like a predator in our life, can seem overbearing in our life, can seem like um, uh, uh, be uh, extremely fearful. Let's be real, be extremely fearful. But how do we overcome that? We overcome it, overcome it by going in. Going all 100%. When Odu when went in this cave, he was at 120. What did he say? You got to give 120, right? He was 120 and going inside this cave and giving his all to get at this line and come out with a, a I don't know if you call it a line, a mean coat, but he had, he had, he came out with a little, <laughs> the, the lion wrap on his back. You know what I'm saying? He done skinned him up and bought, and bought some meat home for the fam. <laughs> You know, so that's what that's what that's what really got me to this place was the fact that in this story, I saw someone chasing after purpose and it opened my eyes to possibilities, man. It opened my eyes to possibilities. Yeah. yeah. And that's I mean, that's what it's all about. Right. Continuing to get better. Right. And these books that we read, it it gives us purpose. Right. It gives us a. Sometimes it's just an, a different way to articulate our thoughts. You know what I mean? Because we might have already had some, a similar path, right? And then that book will give you clarity on what you've been doing. And, and that's, you know, I understand because that's kind of like where I, seven, like 2007, right? I'm fresh out. Uh, I was looking at a life sentence, you know, for... A buddy of mine got killed in front of a mall, right? He was at the mall with another friend and with his baby mama at the time. And, you know, yeah, we was all part of a gang. So they was gangbanging, right? And in front of the mall, broad daylight, they shoot the homie in the face, killed him. You know what I mean? And uh, we ended up catching a case um, behind that, right? And I, faced, I was facing a life sentence. And when I got out of prison, I did it. I ended up, it was a flimsy case. There was no one killed, no one, sh no shots fired. But when I got out of prison, a buddy of mine, he introduced me to this, this movie. It was a movie and it was called The Secret. Someone had introduced him to this movie called The Secret. And he was like, man, this blew my mind. Because throughout my whole life, right, I realized that I'm like, why is it when I think of something, like I'll see it down the line, like it would, it would come to fruition. Good, bad, or indifferent, you know, seeing a person's face, I would imagine seeing them down the road and these things would happen. And, and so those things sparked my mind. That's what I realized. I was like, I know that my choices sooner or later are, are coming to fruition. And I had to understand this. And so I started to dive deeper and deeper into the psychology of the mind and the things that we think about. Why, one, why do we think about it? Why are our why are our habitual habits the way they are, right? And uh, the secret allowed me to at least get, it was the first grasp of, you know, what you think about you will attract, you know? And with that being said, that propelled me to going deeper into personal development. And a book that helped change what my life was, um, oh man, I don't know, I drew a blank. It was by John Maxwell. It was one of my first books that I read. It was, I think it was called The 15 Laws of, of personal growth yeah you know and i told myself because i never really read too many books i think in high school i read maybe one book it was like the ending in the cupboard <laughs> you know and when i went to the i went to prison a handful of times i went to the county jail i never read until like my last stint but when i was there i was reading a lot of urban novels i wasn't reading any personal development so this was kind of like my first book. And I told myself when I read this book, it was a lot of questions. I said, I'm going to do this all the way through, right? Answer the questions at the end. And it, it, it just helped me give me some clarity, you know, 
on how to go about and look at my life and look at the things I was doing, right? And giving me some simple instructions to move forward, to identify some, some missteps and how to step correctly. You know what I mean? And one of them was all diminishing use. I like that a lot. You know, if you don't continue to do something in a proper way, you don't use that information, you don't use this knowledge, you're gonna lose it, right? Hence, if you tied your arm behind your back for six months, guess what, buddy? <laughs> that arm, after you try to untie it and use it, it's not gonna be as strong, right? You're gonna have to work that thing out, you know? And, and that was what I was learning in my, and trying to be sober, right? I can't be sober for the weekday and then on the weekend go mess up because you're back at square one. So what I realized too, right, I actually, what was one of your first actionable steps? And mine was to admit, admit to myself, right? Where I was in my truth in that moment. You know what I mean? And what I admitted was, is I was a drunkard, right? I was a drugger. I was a, an asshole of a person. I, man, it was so many things. And what I realized is when I was going through this growth step, right, I kept hearing uncomfortability brings growth. That's all I kept hearing. I heard so many people say, if you're comfortable, man, then you, this shit, you about to diminish, you about to go down. Being comfortable is nothing, right? So I told myself, I said, you know what? Let me know what I am, right? Let me, let me label all that. So I had made a list, literally. B. I wrote a T on a piece of paper and I put things that make me comfortable, right? I had to admit to who I was, right? And for 20 years of my life, I had a moniker and my moniker was so cold. So I'm like, what makes so cold comfortable? And I wrote all these things. Being lazy on the couch, I was unfit, I was unhealthy, I watched too much TV, I was, I, I didn't follow things through. Man, there's so many things. I think it was probably about, about a list of 70. And on the opposite side, it was like comfortable. I mean, uncomfortable. And now I was like, I don't know how I'd be uncomfortable, but guess what? I mean, but I'm, I'm a firm believer in keeping things simple, right? K-I-S-S, keep it simple, stupid. So I just said, okay, if these things make me comfortable, I just do the opposite. And guess what? I'm uncomfortable. And speaking to others, right? Being sober, right? All these things were uncomfortable, uncomfortable to me. So I said, you know what? If I could do them, then I know I will at least start to climb myself out this hole. You know what I mean? But it all starts, and like you said, it all starts with self-assessment. I don't care where, what part, you're gonna have to look within. You're gonna have to figure it out, right? And look at yourself and where you at and where you wanna go and what's the gap in between. Because obviously, whatever you're doing right now ain't getting us to where we need to be. So those, some of them habits is gonna have to die. They gonna have to, you gonna have to build a whole new you. What, what do people say? You know what I mean? They always talk about, you know, um, what is it in the 48 laws of power, right? What do they say? You're gonna have to reinvent yourself. One of the laws was reinvent yourself. And I realized I had to reinvent myself from being so cold for 20 plus years into a person I didn't know. And that was my, that was Jonas Ulysses Royce. That's my name. I didn't know who that kid was. I ain't been to that since about seven years old. You know what I mean? So I had to get to that essence. And that essence has allowed me to continue to keep growing and get better. But that's where it started from, D. You know, Man, that's myself. That's good, brother. That's real good. And, and you, you, you said it too. You got to get to this place of being uncomfortable. I think uh, many of us don't change because we at that place of comfortability. And the truth was, I was uncomfortable. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I was uncomfortable with these doors closing in my face. I was uncomfortable uh, without being able to be the provider that I know that God called me to be. Um, I, I was uncomfortable because I wasn't able to do the things that I I had, I had, uh, I had planned for myself. At least, at least that's, that was the lie that was told to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was uncomfortable because I didn't simply know who I was. Let's, let, let's, let's break it down I to that place. Hold on, before you go any further, we got to touch on that. Cause I think a lot of us, I didn't know who I was. Yeah. We have this self image of who we want to be, but that's really not us. It's just a facade. Come on. Project to the world, and when we oh man, you get to go here. I'm sorry, that touched. <laughs> that's the truth. No, but it's real talk, brother. I didn't know who I was. I didn't. Hold on. I, what I thought was strengths were really weaknesses, and what mm. I identified as weaknesses were really strengths. Watch this. And you talked about having the arm behind the back and not using them. Well, sucks. If all I ever used was my what I thought was strengths, well, I was increasing all the bad habits of life. 
You know, it wasn't nothing was getting better. It was just simply getting worse. You wonder why you stuck because things are still getting worse. You 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 adding value and you adding strength to uh, uh to what you think are strengths in your life when they're really your weaknesses. Now let's flip that. Like you said, draw the T, cross it out. Let's let's see what makes us uncomfortable when we start moving in things that that we realize. And I and, and, and let me rephrase. Let me make make this clear. I don't like to call them weaknesses. Let's call them limitations. When when we begin to look at limitations in our life or or what we think are limitations in our life, uh, they really are our strengths. Prime example, and you you said this well. Uh, I didn't like to read. You know, uh, you 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 ask an individual, you give somebody a book today, they throwing that book in the corner, bro. Ain't nobody opening up no book these days. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and let's be real, the internet done made it so easy. <clears throat> All you got to do is get your audio program, and now you can let the book will read to you. you. You know what I'm saying? Whether that's the good book or your favorite book, it'll read to you. You know what I'm saying? And so we're not taking we're not taking the time to be intentional about who who we are or who we could be. You, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and what do I mean by being intentional? It's great to, I think it's great to have audio books. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to belittle them. I think that's great. But I think it take, I think it take a, a, a little extra initiative to pick up a book and begin to read that joke from the front to the back. Because what happens in, within 10 minutes of reading the book? If you anything like me. <laughs> I used to be the same one. If you anything like me, you nod it off, bro. I'm just saying, you know. So it it, it takes some intentionality to really be focused in that moment, uh, um, and, and building on skills that you think are are weak skills, but they are your strengths. Them are your strengths. Let me say, rephrase. What you think are limitations are your strengths, and we got to we got to enhance that. Um, our strengths, those those limitations, or those things that we identify as limitations that are that are truly our strengths, we got We got to we got to groom them things. We got we got to get better at it. Um, let's 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 be real. Um, while I I don't believe while I don't believe that having a, a college degree um, it, it makes you success, successful. The truth of the matter, being able to get up and go to them classes uh, once a week, twice a week, whatever, whatever time frame, it builds consistency in your life. You know what I'm saying? So what, what's one thing that we, we all lack? We lack consistency. It's easy to lay on a couch and flip through the channels, bro. I, remember, I, used to have, I don't even have cable TV no more. Mm-hmm. We, we used to have cable TV, and I think I used to have about 120 channels, bro. Uh, and, and out of them 120 channels, at least 190 played the same, <laughs> the same, the same shows. Right. I mean, not, a, not 190, but 90 of them channels played the same shows. So I had possibly uh, what 30 channels, and I, that that didn't play reruns. And them, them probably was half of them probably were the local channels. And then if if you was a PBS student kid. You was watching BBS all the time on some of these other channels. It's a big waste of money and big waste of time, and we, we really focus our, our, our energy on things that don't add value to us, not, that, that's not increasing, uh, increasing, our, increasing our value. It's not increasing our value. Well, many people, I believe, they hear success, and they correlate success with money. You know, um, I, success isn't the mere fact of money. Uh, money is the effects of success. So when right. you begin to when you begin to add value in your life, you become successful. And because you're adding value, not just in your life but in the lives of others, people pay you for that. For that, and so in turn, we the society has um, uh, correlated money and success together when they're very much two different entities. You know because if, if if you don't bring no, if you're not bringing value, if you're not adding value, guess what you're not getting? You ain't getting dividends. They <laughs> quit, you know. Yeah, no, that's and, and I had to tell myself. See, I was one of those. I think a lot of us, right? That's how. That's how. A lot of us, especially, let's just keep it one hundred. Coming from the communities that we come from, that's what we deem as success, right? Because we might have lack of. 
right? There's a lack of money. So we think that the money will cure all things and that's the success. But like you said, success is the byproduct of the daily work, right? You will have success if you continue to work at it, but there will never be success without the work, you mm -hmm. know? And that's what I had to realize. You know, I had to realize I had to work consistently day in and day out, right? And I realized I gave, like, so this is what I started to do. I started to correlate all the time that I did. I started giving to other entities like yourself. I quit the TV. You know, I added, I said, you know what I watch? I used to watch SportsCenter every day, three hours a day. And guess what? You know, like, I know that thing's a repeat. So I'm watching three hours of repeat, right? And that was like three times seven. That's 21 hours just on SportsCenter, SportsCenter in a week, right? And then I times that by four. For some reason, I always, I was like, man, that ain't that much time. Do that for a month, right? What's that? 40, what's that? Four times bull. Four, eight, 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 eight. 84 hours a month on something that wasn't bringing me no value, right? So I had to, I had to start to understand that in order to be and get where I want, I have to now start to sacrifice the things that I used to do, right? Mm -hmm. And like you were saying, um, we want it like this, but guess what? A lot of us, we... The things that are bad for us, we like, but the things that are good for us, it, it, we don't like. You know what I mean? Like some people don't eat their vegetables, but they're good for you. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they drink a soda, it's bad as hell. They got 40 grams of sugar in that thing. You know, but you don't want to drink no water that's healthy, right? So we just got to go back, like you were saying, is flip our mindset. You know, we have to flip the mindset. And I think that's where it all starts. It started with you, right? It started with me. Um, but it has to take that honest approach of looking at yourself in the mirror and really being honest with yourself. You know, if you fat, call yourself fat. That's what I was doing. I'm like, you fat, you fat, lazy, broke. You know what I mean? All type of shit. Any name I could put on me. I, and for me, that worked. I couldn't be soft. I couldn't tell myself, oh, you know what? You just, you, you. Oh, I did though. Let me tell you, before I got on the treadmill and start to run, I was telling myself these lies, these sweet nothings, right? I was pillow talking to myself, right? I was telling myself, you know what, man? You, you got that dad body. You know what? You okay. You good. You know, you got a baller belly. Ain't even a baller, but you got a baller belly, right? And then until I was able to be honest with myself and said, nah, man, you fat. You fat and broke. At 38, what you been doing? Get it together. And that's what I was able to kick myself in the ass and start going down this 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 what I call rabbit hole of personal development. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's 100. That's good, brother. That's real good. <laughs> Be, uh, uh, that, that was, you, that was you, what, what'd you call it? What kind of talk was that? Oh, that pillow talk? I was pillow talking <laughs> to myself. You know, a lot of guys that are women, they pillow talk to their spouse. I'm over here pillow talking to myself. You know, <laughs> myself all these sweet nothings, lying to myself. You I know? love it. <laughs> Hey, all sweets got to get cut out your life. You can't eat no. If you want to lose some weight or you want to be real with yourself, cut the sweets out your cabinet and cut the sweet talking to yourself. Okay, let's keep it clean. You know what I mean? Have that clean <laughs> mental and physical. That's where it starts. That's 100, man. No, that's good stuff, man. Take the sweet, the, the, the pillow talk up out of there. <clears throat> I, I, you know, for me, um, it really taught, it took, I, was, I, I had to talk to myself like I was coaching myself. Like, mm -hmm. um, I don't know. You, you box? No, I don't box. You don't? So, uh, I, I, I took up some boxing because I, I, I used to take my nephew to the, to the boxing ring. So to get him uh, uh, acclimated and comfortable, I joined too. It was something I always wanted to do since I was a kid. Um, so... Um, having this advantage, I went ahead in to do it. But uh, boxing coaches, man, when they put you in the ring, man, you you hear them uh, coaching you. They 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 yelling you to you, throw the left hook, throw the right hook, jab, jab, step out of there, you know, cover up, cover up, grab him, whatever the case may be. And the truth is, uh, <laughs> for me to get, for me to really get to that place. Um, I was really doing that to, I was telling my, I was telling myself that um, I recently did a, watch this. I recently did a video that I put on Facebook, right. Uh, about quitting on yourself. You know, the truth was I was talking to me, man. 
uh, that while that video may look like I was talking to 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 the, to the audience or, or or to Facebook fans and families of those who are trying to get to the next level, the truth was I was really talking to myself, man. I was t I was in I was in my mindset uh, of coaching me, you know. Um, and tell them, stop quitting on yourself. Stop, stop giving up. Stop trying to find excuses for why you can't do what you need to do. And, and push, press through, get it done, make it happen. Whatever, whatever you need to do, get it done. You know, and, and you'll never get there if you're going to keep quitting on yourself. That was just me. That's how I am in my approach to uh, getting me uh, to the next level. Because uh, you, why you, you call it pillow talk, and I love it. Um, I, I ain't got nothing finessing to say. I'm, I'm, I think I, I think I'm. Um, I demand. I demand more from myself, man. I definitely demand more from myself. And um, if I, I think if I'm going to get to the next level because I'm too lazy, because I'm not too lazy. Rephrase. I'm, I'm extremely lazy because I'm extremely lazy. The truth is, I need that push. You know. I. I and. I don't always have that push. I don't always, it's not, the fan club ain't always around, whoever they may be. Um, there's there's no always no motivational speaker um, encouraging me and telling me I can do it. There's not always a friend or a spouse around to say, hey, D, don't, don't you know, you, you, you didn't make it this time, but you're going to get it next time. It's not, it's not always that around, you know what I'm saying? So to keep myself uh, from getting in my pity patty, a pity party about 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 uh where I am. I just I just I just demand more from myself, and it's in that place that I find that strength, that energy, um to go to go one more one more mile, go one more step, man. Real. That's, that's, no, I agree. I agree right along with you. That sweet talk was when I was <laughs> that was my comfortable self talking, <laughs> and, and I'm just like you. You got to. You got to keep it real. And, and what I learned or what has helped me, right? Let's, I'm going to keep it 100. I started to look at my former life, right? Or not even my former life. It's the things I've done in life, right? And gang banging, right? And being, I had to look at that. And I said, there's some transferable skills here. You get what I'm saying? The commitment that I gave to the homies, that I gave to the turf, that I gave to other people, if I give that same commitment and loyalty, then I guess damn well better, I could give it to myself. It's there. I just haven't done it, but it's there. So if I use that same dedication, commitment, loyalty, um, integrity, and I finally focus it in on me, then I know I can get further. And like yourself, I have to tell myself, you know, hey, keep going. That's where the self-affirmations, that's, that's where your coach because a lot of times, for me at least, there was a lot of negative chatter. That negative, that negative chat box in, the, in your head, oh, you can't do it, you ain't this, that, that comes a lot. And you got to be, like you said, you got to be a coach to yourself. You got to understand when that voice comes, man, you got to, like I said, I said it in a video, you got to tell it to shut up. <laughs> hey, leave me alone, man. I ain't listening to you today, Jack. You know, and you got to get that way. As crazy as you might sound, but guess what? Sitting under a bridge and you're not getting your life done and you feeling sorry about yourself, that's even more crazier. Yeah. You know what I mean? So do what needs to be done to get crazy enough to go after what it is you want. You know, you're going to be sitting on the sidelines wishing you was in the game, being a little jealous and envious. And then when you, you know, whenever your time coming, you, and it ain't quick and swift, you're going to be having some regrets. You know, and, and I no longer want it because I ain't going to lie. At 38 years old, I was having a lot of regrets. You start mm -hmm. seeing that you went to school with 20 years down the line and they're in their they're in their bag they in their gift they in a purpose or at least it looked like from the outside well guess what i want mine to look like i want mine to feel like it. i want it to be like it so let me go ahead i got another 20 i got another six about what am i yeah i got about 60 in me so i'm saying you know what i mean i'm, I'm good i done gave 20 to that i'm gonna go ahead and retire or honor you know in in, in honor right retire and I got another in me, so I can go after it. And that's what I think that's what me and you both like about each other, because we know we're going after it. Right? We made an investment in ourselves, right? To go after our purpose, after our passion, after our dream, to to reach others and, and hopefully get the mindset to change and show them what that looks like. It's not just motivation. It's let me give you some of these processes and these steps that we've had that help us get out of it, man. This shit ain't easy. You know what I mean? But come on. You know, within the community, we have unity, and that's what we need to have. You know what I mean? Especially in a time like this, what's going on? You know what I mean? Yeah. Each one, each one. 
Yeah, that's 100 right there. I love it. I love it. Listen, man, the time has clicked by swiftly, you know, and uh, I know I could probably talk to you about another hour, man, but it's Sunday, and I know you want to probably get to your family and probably got some other things going on. It's my uh, anniversary today. D is my anniversary, six years. Oh, is it? <laughs> That's what's up. Well, let let uh, let's do this again, man. Uh, let's get back again. Let's 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 finish this conversation. Um, and, and uh, let's iron sharpen iron again. Um, I see we got the Havana King. Havana King, you still there? Yeah, I'm here, bro. How you doing, man? What's happening? Hey, Jonas, that's my that's my brother D. Rob, man. He called himself the Havana King, cat. Hey, how's it going, man? Jonas, Pleasure to meet you. What's good? So, all you, right, bro. You, you get you know, some nuggets, man. You took some notes, man. Uh, I've been real glad and fortunate to listen in, and uh, it's still good to see some brothers. Look like me, and then probably has some similar problems like me, and similar strengths and weaknesses, and like we say, limitations, if you will. And it feels good. You feel a lot more normal, a lot, mm. a lot more on the earth. You know, you're not just floating around some type of where, some type of way being, you know, uh, hypnotized by some outside entity. You, you, we really are here dealing with real situations and uh, reality here. And it's a blessing, you know, it's a blessing just to kind of peek in and see what the brothers are talking about. And it feels really good. That's what's up. Listen, um, I'm I'm hoping Jonas and I can get back again in uh, the next week or two. Um, so by all means, stay posted. I'll send you the link so you can join us. Jonas, man, I really appreciate your time, Kat. Any, anything you want to close out with? Now, I just want to give my, 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 my appreciation, my thanks to you for reaching out. You know what I mean? Like I told you, um, I appreciate it. You know, you took that step, you know, because <laughs> like we said, we talked about it, man. We, we, we're not the guy to go ask for the autograph. So you stepped out your comfortability because I was too caught up in my own. And, you know, you was able to make this connection, you know. So I, I'm, I'm appreciative. Thank you. Thank you, Havana King, for tapping in with us, you know, and, and, and understand that we all, we, man, we all have similar thoughts and you hit it on the, you hit the head on the nail. Is that how you say it? Or hit the nail yeah. on the head, right? You know, because I know I felt alone for a long time and I'm just glad we all here, we able to kick it. And like D said, you know, iron sharpens iron. That's what we here for. So I appreciate it. Thank you, D. It was a, it was a pleasure. Man, that's what's up. Listen, uh, I, I'm going I'm to share this one. Uh, me and Jonas, when we first connected, right? Um, <clears throat> We both had this this thing that we we wanted to reach each other, but we didn't we didn't we didn't want we didn't want it to be like uh like we were what 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 did we say it was Jay you remember we, just, we don't want to feel all what? weird reaching out to another man in his inbox that's, let's just keep that on it right that's what? Weird reaching out to another man in his inbox that just sounds <laughs> to me for me I'm sorry I mean to each his own. To me, that just that's not what I'm used to. Hey, my comfortability kicked in and I was just <laughs> comfortable in that moment. You know what not I mean? Yeah. That's 100. So that, that, we chuckle real hard, man, because we have been wanting to, we have been wanting to connect, right? But uh, we both were feeling this certain way, man. I don't want to drop no DM, man. What this look like? This? Dude, look at me like, man, what this fool look like? Dropping me a DM talking about I want to talk with you. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? Ego, once we get past our ego, we'd be all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah once we get past ego. our ego, we'd be all right. Yeah. You ain't so when we connected, bro, hey, when we connected, it was we were like two peas in the pot, man. It was like this dude was a brother of mine. Like I known him from the streets, from the neighborhood. D. Rob, I, I, I'm calling you D. Rob. I'm D. Rob, Havana King. We got the same initials in our name. That's why I call him D. Rob. He's, uh, so we, that's why I call him that. But uh, it was just like I, I know I had known Jonas all my life, man. Had not known him for for a while, at least for a couple of years. And truth be told, I might have known him for just for a few months through uh, uh, Eric Thomas and Association Game Changers. Shout out to Coach Val and Cantus and Aisha and what's a T T 
What's her name? Terrica. Terrica, yeah, and Terrica, because uh, without them, man, be true, be true. I don't know where I would be today. Oh, but listen, Jonas, man, go enjoy your fam. Um, happy anniversary to you, bro. Happy anniversary, Jonas. Hey, thank you, I appreciate it. Havana King, thank you for chiming in, my man. You guys have a good one. I'm going to close us out with this last little video. I'm going to let this play. If you guys choose to type, tap out, that's all right. Hey, Jonas, we'll connect uh, next week, brother. For sure. All right. Three-year plan. 
wake up and cry. Minister, and when you become a winner, I'll see you with you. What's the thing? You know what's so funny? We want people to make guarantees to us, but we're not willing to make guarantees things are so difficult and so hard. Listen, join me uh, uh, for a conversation. Uh, we'll be doing this conversation in about another week or two um, to really help grow and add value to, to, to others. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Uh, special thanks to my man Jonas uh, Royster from Hood's Proverbs. Uh, he'll be joining us again in another couple of weeks. And uh, to you guys who tuned in, thank you and God bless. Gentlemen, I hate to tell you, but our time has come to an end. We're here at Men of Vision. Like to say thank you for your listening ear and your time. Listen, if you'd like to leave a comment from Men of Vision, please email us at info.movincco at gmail.com. If you want to follow Men of Vision, you can follow Men of Vision on LinkedIn as well as Facebook. Um, before we go, again, we'd like to say thank you. Please drop us a line. Let us know what you think of the podcast. Let us know uh, how we can offer uh, and be a more effective in reaching more men in this podcast. Share the podcast with your friends and loved ones. Also, like our Facebook page, as well as follow us on LinkedIn. Until next time, I am your boy, D-Rob, Dwayne Roberts from Men of Vision. God bless you.